You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influences. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of BHL Next. I am your host, Megan Thomas. And as always, on Next, we talk about what's up and coming in the entertainment world. And today we've got some special guests. They're from the new play called A Trip to Bount- The Trip to Bountiful. And it's featuring Cicely Tyson, Vanessa Williams, and Blair Underwood. Give it up for Kiana Richard and Deshaun Terry. Whee! Yeah! You gotta give yourself a clap. Yes. You guys are fest. You are actors, stage actors, which is really, really, that means you're really good actors. You know, because people, only good actors can do stage and theater. They're good actors. I will take it. (laughs) (laughs) Just accept the compliment, Kiana. Thank you. We're amazing. Yes. Thank you. Right. Well, let's let's go all the way back (laughs) before we get into your careers now. Um, Let's go back to, to you guys growing up. So. Kiana, you're from Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. I'm from Kentucky, by the way. And what? so, like, all of my family lives in Nashville. My brother lives in Nashville. My, gra- my grandma used to live there. Oh, my Aunties, gosh. everybody. What? what part of Nashville? Um, outside of uh, Nashville. Well, it's all considered Nashville. Like where? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. My country. friend lives there? Girl, yes. In the country. Do you go back a lot? Oh, yeah. Okay. I go home as often as I can. Sometimes your, in the summers there. Where's your accent? Really? I don't hear an accent. Everybody keeps saying that. I'm like, I swear I'm Southern. Where is it? It's... You can't hear it? Okay, right there. there. See, you have to try so hard. I gotta, really? I gotta try? That's how you know you're a good actress, girl. You're like, let me push this accent Shoot. to the side. Grad school beat it out of me. Right. Is what happened. Right. And, and Deshaun, you're, so I'm you're from orig- down south too. I'm you're from, from originally from Belize though, right? Yep, down south. Did you grow up? <laughs> right, the real south. The real the true south. south. <laughs> Did you grow up there as well? I lived there until I was 10. Then I moved out to LA. So. Where's your, where's your accent? They, they beat it out of you. <laughs> they do. They really do. Do you go back home a lot too? Um, I do. I go back home every couple of years. Okay. Yeah, and they make fun of me. Everybody makes fun of me. So then now you're too like you you speak too American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, the worst is when I try to do my Belizean accent in front of my family. Let me hear it. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. I haven't even heard this. I want to hear it. Go ahead, oh, Deshaun. No. We don't know any different. Come on. No, they they laugh at me. They just straight laugh at me. So no, I just don't make a habit of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then you grew. So you moved from Belize to L.A. Right. To L.A. Since I was yeah, since I was ten, and so went school out here. So I'm pretty much an Angelino. So well, let's talk about school for you. You went to Juilliard. Yep. What made you go? I'm going to go straight across the U.S. and go to Juilliard, one of the most prestigious performance schools in the world. You know, somebody just I was I was just like talking about continuing training because that's something I really wanted to do. And somebody recommended to me. They're like, you should consider Juilliard. Right. And I was like, really? <laughs> that place? Really? That? I mean, it was such a like a fantasy kind of place like Juilliard. And I, I remember it was like I went on the computer and. 
I typed in the web address and I was like, oh, this really does exist. <laughs> and, you know, I just went and I was like, well, yeah, if I want to go someplace, let me go to the best. And I applied and it was it was great. It was a great experience. It was like it was one of those moments like you imagine your life uh, going certain places and then within just like a year of your life, because I'd never even thought or conceived of possibly going to a school like that. Right. And within the year after the seed was planted, I was applying then and within like a year and a half right. I had gotten in and taken a whole completely trajectory than than what I'd ever imagined, mm-hmm. you know? So it was a really cool, cool sort of moment in life. Okay. That's good. I, I always wanted to go to Juilliard. Not really sure what I would do, but I just wanted to be like, yes, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> it just sounds good. So Kiana, when did you know you wanted to be an actress? When did I know? I think there was an element of wanting to perform in me from the get-go, I just didn't recognize it. Um, I I remember, and in Nashville, kids before they go to high school, they tour high schools to figure out which one they want to go to. Okay. And I, uh, we were doing a tour at Saint Cecilia Academy, and they did this big uh, presentation for us. And part of the presentation was. Uh, this girl doing a piece for the National Forensics League. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a speech and drama team. Okay. And I don't even remember the piece. I just remember her. And okay. I remember how affected I was by her because it was it was great. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So I just continued with the arts through high school. But when I got to college, I was a chemistry major. I was planning on going to medical school and being a child psychiatrist. But then <laughs> I decided I decided to take some acting classes as an elective. Okay. And one of my teachers, I remember Tony Sedano, he was like, Kiana, you need to continue with this. You need to do it. And I was like, okay. Hey, Mom. Dad. So, remember how I was going to medical school? So... <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> what, was, what was the reaction? They, okay. I, in my mind, in my memory, I thought my parents were supportive. They were like, oh, we knew you were going to, Kiana. We right. saw it coming. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we, we support you as long as you, as long as you can, you know, take care of yourself. And then recently I went home and I was relating this story to some friends of my mother's. And she was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That is not how I remember that conversation going. She was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I was like, really? Really? You guys did not support me. Okay. But they do. They really do. But I'm sure, you know, as every parent does, they're like, oh, here we go. Let's see where this is going. Right. Right. Deshaun, was your family like that also? Well, she brings up a good point because it's like they're supportive but there's there's still like a definite line like yes. cautiously like, yes. supportive yeah. like it's funny because my mom would be like literally every, every once in a while and I, you know, I, I pay I pay my bills through acting and my mom every once in a while would be like babe you want to go back to business school <laughs> <laughs> and it will come out of nowhere because they'll come to the show they'll see you on TV yes. they'll be like when you're on TV everybody's texting everybody's Facebooking everybody's like yeah he yeah. done made it like right, right. celebrating and then every just once in a while just like become a doctor still right <laughs> maybe right. just like a random email or I something. don't know what that is it's true that's exactly what it is family be Facebooking you girl you better go you better do it and then right. your aunt's like so is she gonna what is she is she I know it's like, it's like they, they, they want to support you they love you of course they don't want to be a dream killer but then they're like wait a minute though but you know, if you have a nine to five, oh, right. it's stable. Exactly. You don't have to struggle. Okay? You know what you could do? You could do this, and then you can just act on the side. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, 
You're studying as well. You went, you got, Kiana, you got your uh, MFA from University of California in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to continue your education when it came to acting? I felt that there were still some things that I needed to work on because when I was an undergrad, I didn't focus on it completely because, you know, I was chemistry. I was chemistry for a good majority of the time oh, wow. I okay. was in school. And then I took on a business minor. So I I felt that I wanted to be in an environment where I could just submerse myself creatively and just and be able to find myself in a sense mm-hmm. uh, and be trained on because there's a lot when and when it comes right. to acting in the creative world. There's so much. There's so much to learn, and, and you never stop learning. Right. I still take classes now uh, whenever I get a chance to, and um, and I, that's what I wanted in grad school. And UCSD, its program is amazing. It, it really is a great program, and um, I got exactly that. I just got to be an artist, and I got to learn more about myself and hone my skills at the singing. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I, I sang all through high school, you know, the choral ensembles and all that stuff, but in grad school... Uh, it was the first time that someone really broke down how to use your voice. Oh wow! Uh, singing wise, how to how to use your voice? How to Edith Skinner speaking with distinction? You know how to and with singing and and um, speaking. Right. And it, there was stuff that I I was just amazed by, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed every minute of it. Right. So. Well, Deshaun, how did you just, like, what made you go, once you were done with Juilliard, that you were going to be an actor and move back to L.A.? Uh, the weather. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It was. Just told. No, no, really. Like, I I finished. And the dream had always been, like, I was like, here, I'm just going to be a theater dude. I'm just going to be on Broadway. Like, they waiting for me. Um, that was how I <laughs> right. thought it was going to be. And then after I graduated, I was like, it is really cold. <laughs> out here like it is really cool and I thought about it I was like you know what I believe that you should as an artist you should at least for me I believe that you should be where happiness is Mm -hmm. and so that my joy doesn't come from of course working and everything else is super important but I don't want my joy to be simply hinged on that right and so I love Los Angeles Mm -hmm. I like the weather my family's here I like that it's, uh, I like to get in my car, you know, so it was just like the weather, the cold, everything. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to move to L.A. and come what may, that's just what it's going to be. Right. I loved New York. I really did. Why didn't you move in? I did. I was in New York for three years. Yeah, Yeah, after grad school. And, I mean, it was great. I did a lot of theater there. The the community, the artistic community, you just, I mean, L.A. is great. But you know, yeah, I, especially for theater, great. yes, it is great. Well, but you know, everybody says uh, New York is more of a theater community versus LA seems to be more, you know, TV and film focused. I think there are more opportunities out here for TV and film. There's just more the more the numbers are right. bigger. Right. True. You know? Except now New York has a significant amount of the, true. That is you know, true. Film and TV now. True. That's so true. Like, I'm, right, I'm gonna go back, go New go York back to the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to the cold. I'm gonna go for a little bit. A li- yeah, just a little bit. Right. I mean, the cold really just you know it's funny how it doesn't affect you when you have a job. <laughs> right. You forget. You forget that there's seven inches of snow outside of your door. Exactly. Easily. Exactly. Deshaun, by the way, can you warm. can you see? I can't sing. Did you train uh, all throughout Juilliard with singing? As you know, well? we do have singing classes. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, we do have singing. Classes. What if you can't sing? Can you? You, still you, be- you yeah, you can get in. Most people can't sing, but it's just so <laughs> funny that a lot of the people from Juilliard that they can also sing. But we have a little bit of like singing training that we go through and stuff like that. Maybe it's okay. this, you know, creative people or have a little bit of talent in all areas, right? 
You know, even if, like I said, you can't hold a note, there's some <laughs> conviction that you have when you're singing it, so people don't tell. They uh, can't tell, you know, because you're just so engrossed in it. Well, they'll be like, you know what? You were good, so we're just not even going to worry that your voice cracked the whole right. lot there. You were exactly. We're not even going to worry about that. <laughs> okay, so, so Kiana, after you graduated from UCSD, you went on to do... Um, uh, an off-Broadway show, correct? Mm-hmm. Dividing the Estate by Horton yes. Foote. Yes. And was this your first big play outside once you was, graduated? I booked it right after I graduated. Like, that like never happens, right? Much. Or is that normal? It, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I was really happy and blessed to have that opportunity. Okay. Um, because it was Horton Foote when he was alive. Mm-hmm. So he was at the rehearsals. That's amazing. So I got to meet him and he, he was just a lovely lovely man and so respectful of everyone and respectful of everyone's talent you know I remember one one moment in um, rehearsal he he came up to me after my scene he was like you know Kiana I really really respect your talent uh-huh. and it's like and he has this very he's very he was very um just a gentleman mm-hmm. and and so engaging and the way he said it you could tell it was genuine right and and I, at that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I love you. You're not just because you said that to me, but it's just, you could tell he was just coming from this place of pure love mm-hmm. for, for the craft and the people involved in it. And, mm-hmm. and then after the off Broadway run, it did so well, it got transferred to Broadway. Lincoln Center, Lincoln Center picked it up. Um, and produced it and it took all of us, right. which was a big deal That's to have such amazing. a big cast, um, on Broadway at that time because it just it cost a lot. Right. You know? Um, and, how, and how did that make you feel going from I just graduated school I'm now doing an off-Broadway show now I'm doing a Broadway show. Guys, I'm on Broadway. <laughs> how did that make you feel? I was on top of the world, honestly. <laughs> I really was. I was I was so happy. I, I, I was in this blissful cloud for so long doing this, you know, uh-huh. the off-Broadway and then going to Broadway. Because there was buzz about it going to Broadway when we were off-Broadway. Okay. I'm always like, well, when I get the contract, right, right. when I sign the dotted line, that's when I'm going to be like, That's Yay. when it's real. <laughs> and, you know, and then the fact that you, my parents were so excited for mm-hmm. me. All this work, it culminated into this really amazing, great job with awesome people. Right. And, and it, it just did well. Mm-hmm. It, I was happy. I was just... Beyond happy, and because you had a job, you weren't you weren't cold. And I had a job. <laughs> it was, it's cold in New York. I didn't even know it was right, cold right. in New York. What? It's snowing again. It's snowing. What's this? What's this beautiful white stuff in my hand? Right, right. <laughs> and so that show also got nominated for two Tony Awards. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that, girl? You came right out of school. You got, <laughs> I'm on a Tony nominated award. Like, show. like, what, uh, yeah. does, what does that do to you, especially as an actress, to go? You know what? A lot of people are out here struggling, and here I am. I've been so blessed to go from school to this to this, and now we're getting nominated for awards. What did that do to you as an actress? Did that make you go harder and say, oh, I really got to pick up my stuff? Or did you slack a little bit? You know, I first I was thankful, really, really thankful. And I thought, and I will be honest, I thought that because, um, because it was such a high profile job, it would open other doors for me mm-hmm. a little bit easier, you know, than it would if I hadn't had that job. And I did book some stuff after, but what I realized is that this is a long, long journey and you can have your highs and you can have your lows. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a test. It was a, a test that I somewhat 
passed because mm-hmm. I kept going. Uh, and I, I learned from it instead of just, instead of just, I don't know, just resting on my laurels, I guess you could say. I, um, I knew that I had to work harder, mm-hmm. basically. Right. From, from I was like, I have to work harder. Right. And hard work. Deshaun, I know you know about some hard work. Uh, so hard I was looking work. at your IMDb. You got a, some lengthy credits. <laughs> okay. That's some serious hard work. I mean, let's say you were in Sleeper Cell in 2005, 2006, Southland in 2009, Grey's Anatomy 2011, NCIS Los Angeles in 2012, and Scorpion most recently. Out of all the jobs that you've had, what's been the most memorable job so far for you? Um, the most memorable. Well, Scorpion was really fun. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. Oh my god, which one is the most memorable? Well, Bolden was great. Well, the first uh, Bolden that we did, you know, um, with uh, Anthony Mackie, that was amazing because we were in North Carolina for three months shooting, and uh, you know, it was uh, primarily a black cast, and so we basically just really bonded and just had this amazing experience. Um, you know, uh, it was, it was we, we created our own community. And uh, it was also cool because the sets there were... For that, I was one of the, the Bolden band members. Okay. And so the director actually went to the lengths of giving us music lessons. Oh, wow. So I had to, you know, learn how to pick out on the upright bass a little bit. And okay. Yeah. And so it was cool to, to be, you know, in a band with... And it's sort of like you sort of evolved like that. And then just being transported back into the early 1900s mm-hmm. at the beginning, uh, you know, beginning of jazz and just being in that imaginative experience. Like that was just, that was, that was one, definitely one of the best, like working experiences I've had so far. What's the, what's been the worst experience you've had so far? Hmm. You don't even have to, if you don't want to put any, any names out there, just tell us the experience hmm. that you had. Um, I have been lucky that I have not had any bad experiences. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> never had any bad days. I've never had any, any bad set you've ever worked on. PC never... way to answer that question. <laughs> Very PC. It, it has all been bliss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Keanu, let's try with you. So, uh, what's been the most challenging day on set? You don't even have to tell us what what um, play it was or what show or whatever. What has been, what? Give us one challenging day that you had and what happened. It was on a set, and this was a lovely, lovely project. Um, the just time management. Um, it, it they did their best. They really did. I will give them that. But it got to be to a point where certain scenes they weren't getting to because they weren't able to really manage their time for the scenes before, okay. and there was no one there to really direct them and uh, and kind of you know you know crack the whip crack the whip and put, put put their foot down about certain things and it got to be like it's late we're doing a late late shoot and <laughs> people are tired some people want to just leave right you know and we we but we stuck it out we stuck okay. it out but i feel like on a set and this is something that I've learned, being respectful of each other's time, being mm-hmm. respectful of each other's efforts, that's a, a big deal. And if you're not, it can make the experience not so good. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of sets <laughs> that I've been on. It's like, <laughs> we got to sit here again for hours. Right. But you, but you right. know. But you make it work. Yeah. <laughs> but there have been times where, you know, you can see why things are taking longer. Than right. You. But it, communicating. People actually communicating. Hey, so this is what's going on. Uh, if you could just bear with us, be patient. But, I mean, I, I have limited experiences on TV sets. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Is it? 
it's that common. I mean, I know like it takes time. Sometimes it well, takes I, longer for things. Well, to I've do. mainly, I mean, the majority of my work has been on TV, and so what's great about doing TV is that they've kind of ironed it out for the most part. You know, they've mm-hmm. you know like the show's house when I did that, they'd been like eight years. So mm-hmm. that was actually great because um, Greg Yatanis, he was the one who directed my episode. And he, you know, was just known like the crew people really rallied behind him because he had just he's just known as a very efficient director and showrunner. Right. And so that's one of the that's why I like TV. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a well, I'm established not show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've, they've worked it out. I mean, yeah. some shows have, you know, some shows are notorious for this, for that. But in general, they've kind of like just worked it out and worked out their process a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit better. So. so so let's talk about uh, a show that you both are on right now. Uh, the Trip to Bountiful with Cicely Tyson, Vanessa Williams, Blair Underwood. Tell us about the show and then tell us your role on it as well. Uh, the show is about um, an older woman who would like to get back to her home, Bountiful. Um, she's living in an apartment, a two-room apartment with her son, uh, Blair Underwood, who plays Ludie, and her daughter-in-law, Vanessa Williams, who plays um, Jesse May. And it's basically a story about finding home again, mm-hmm. in in my opinion. Um, she's cramped in this apartment with them, but she's missing the life that she had back at home in Bountiful, which, I mean, I can relate to. I loved being in New York and L.A., but there's nothing like going back home yes. to Nashville to be with your family. And, and where um, your neighbors are far where, from you. Right. They're, not, they're not right next <laughs> right to you. Right next face. to you, right <laughs> on you. Right. And um, I understudy uh, the, the role of Thelma, uh, played by Journey Smollett-Bell. Uh, who's lovely in it, and I'm also we're pos- we're also in the ensemble, so it's not just understanding we're actually in the show. Uh, so I'm I'm a little war bride in the show, <laughs> and this is my little hubby over here. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Deshaun? Um, I just want to say that Horton wrote the the play yes. when he was 33. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. and. I remember the first time that I read the play because I had just read it. Um, I had a very interesting experience getting into the show, actually. Um, I had worked with the casting director before. Um, previously, I had done a play at the Kirk Douglas Theater called The Royale, which which I just got an NAACU Theater Award nomination. Congratulations. Um, but we'd done that, and he... He was like, I really want you to meet um, Michael, the director of the of the the play. Mm-hmm. He was like, but you know, um, you know, they're looking for some some understudy parts, um, and I, I think you'd be great to understudy Blair, but you're pretty much too young. So he said, so what I would do instead, he was like, I would actually just um, invite you to be a reader, so you can just read with the actors and you know and meet Michael, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, that's great. I, you know, I, right. I love an opportunity to be on the other side because you learn right. so, so much. much. <laughs> so I was just like sitting there and, you know, watching all these fantastic actors and, and reading with them. And what was so funny about it is because uh, Cicely, she's on stage for the whole duration yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. So when the actors came in, more than likely they were reading opposite okay. the character that is played by Cicely Tyson. Right. So... I was what they had for that day. <laughs> so you you did your best sister ever. Huh? I, I pulled it out. I pulled it out. <laughs> but you know, all that to say that I sat through that experience, learned so much. I was like, this is really great. Made the director. They're all like cool and just like it's all gravy. And at the very end of the day, the director turns to me and he says, Deshaun, I would really love to see you audition for the role. Wow. And I was like, what? Uh, okay. And then I went up, got up, and did it. And I was like, I was like, I just. 
you know, it was a it was a great experience. You know, it was like way more than I could have that I was looking for in the experience because I was just like I'll just be a reader. And but when I read the play for the first time, I was like, this is not an atypical play because it's not like super heavy with mm-hmm. conflict, no <laughs> guns going off, nothing, nobody. Right. Just this simple story of this woman just wanting to go back to her hometown. Mm-hmm. And it is so powerful that it's so simple. And Cicely Tyson, the way that she portrays this role, oh is just so powerful. Everybody yeah. that sees it, the first thing right. they tell yeah. me is like, she reminded me of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know that somebody right. is like doing yeah. it. Because she reminded exactly. me of your grandmother, your grandmother. You just right. see Cicely Tyson is everybody's grandma. She is everybody's uh. grandma. <laughs> but that's the beauty of Horton's writing. It's, it's, all of his writing is like that. It's just, there, I mean, there's conflict. But it's they're such human stories. I think that's why so many people relate to them. Right. And um, pe- so many people just, just couldn't get over how amazing this show was. And simply right. for the fact that they related, like you said, to Miss Tyson and to Vanessa and to Blair as human beings and who have similar stories to them. And I was so sad that I missed it, you guys. I'm telling you. I was telling Kiana earlier that the week that I could go was the week after the show ended. And oh, I was just like, no. I told her, come to Boston. Come on come up. Come to Boston. I know, really. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you got so to what is it, what is it like to be on stage with Cicely Tyson, Devon? She is, she is so powerful. It's ridiculous. You know, like just once in a while you meet these people. Like the other day at the end of the Los Angeles run. She did a champagne toast. Oh yes! And she just stood up, little, little, yes, little. Yes. Tyson. She stood up and she was like, "I'm going to do a, a toast, yeah. to everybody." And I'm going to, and she starts like just connecting with you, mm-hmm. and she just says, "Because what you've done is so good." Yes. And just when someone looks at you and you know they're powerful, like it's yes. just like. Uh, Cicely, I'm about to cry. I know. <laughs> Did she go through everybody? She, she looked all of us in the eye and oh, was wow. like, I couldn't have done it without you. When she this thi- yes, when she love. looks you in the eye and she talks to you, like it's just one of those things where you just, she Feel, just yeah. moves you. Yeah. And that's how yeah. her work is on stage. Mm-hmm. Like from the moment I saw her starting, and, and my friends had seen the show in New York. Mm-hmm. She saw the show in New York. So they were like, oh yeah, she's amazing. And I was like, I was like, well, she's just going back to Bountiful, right? <laughs> what that's, is, a, that's the premise of the story, right? So, what's she doing? What's she doing? And yeah. then when I saw it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah she just fantastic. puts it all out there. She puts her heart out there for you. Mm-hmm. And the, the end moment of the show... Yeah. I have to bite my my lip to keep myself from yeah, crying. Don't tell people. Yeah, don't tell them what happens. I, I, I'm not going to tell you what happens. I won't tell you, but I'm just going to say like she 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 is the real deal. She really I believe is. It. Yeah. Kiana, what's it like to work uh, when you see Vanessa Williams, Vanessa L. Williams on stage, as well as Blair Underwood? They're hilarious. That like, well, Jesse May is hilarious. Ludie is is just heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time. They're great together. It's, it's just, I don't, they're just, they're, they're great. They're really awesome, wonderful people in real life. And then you see that the, the work that they put into their characters, it, it's something you can learn from it. It mm-hmm. just, it keeps me on my toes. Uh, it keeps me on my toes on a regular basis, basically. Okay. So. And so, so we're done with the LA run for now um, of the trip to Bountiful, but it's now going on to Boston for another run. Um, Deshaun, tell us about that. When when is that going to happen? It starts next Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we it have our first oh, goodness, really. Yeah. It's or, no, no, maybe next Thursday. Yeah. No, our first performance 
is next Thursday, yes. Yeah. And we open that Friday. So we yeah. have Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, we get mm, in on Monday and we have this great celebration that they're doing in Boston. Wow. Um, yeah, celebrating the fact that the show is coming to Boston, where it's okay. going to be like a thousand people attending, yes, it's which is crazy. We massive, have no idea what it is. Right? It's this this big event with yeah. performances. Yeah, dedicated wow. to, to yeah. us, the performers. So that's like that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Like, you guys are like, I'm going to perform for you because you're going to perform for us. We're just going to trade off. Right. <laughs> you guys, so uh, question. So when you guys um, rehearse, how often do you rehearse when the show's going on every night? Do you guys rehearse like every day? We How's it go? When you start up, when you start up, like when we start up, we'll be rehearsing during the daytime and then doing the shows at night for a little bit. Okay. But that's during previews. Previews. But then when it officially becomes opening night, equity rules is that you can't, you can't, you you can't have rehearsals like after opening night. Okay. Except for us. But except for the understudies, we get like one rehearsal a week just so we brush up to make sure that everything's like together okay for the for the people who are going on just so we get like one rehearsal a week but usually you don't rehearse when you're doing a show well i mean you should know it by then so i guess you don't need to rehearse like you know like if you well i mean if you if you've had rehearsals and then you you've done the previews right i would assume well if you're with the whole show as (laughs) as the ensembles but when you're understudying you oh well as an understudy yeah i I get that so but as far as the the of course cicely tyson I mean, she probably yeah. doesn't need any kind oh, of practice ever. <laughs> it's in her bones. Right. She, it, it is in her yeah. bones. But I see what you're saying. Like, opening night, it is what it is. Yeah. After that, that's what it is. <laughs> what happens when you mess up, Deshaun, on stage? You're live in front of a thousand people. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Are you serious? It You've never messed it up. doesn't happen. In your entire career. No, you, no, you don't. No, honestly, I'm... I'm He's perfect. No, no. <laughs> no, but the reality of it is that it, it isn't. You don't mess up. It's like, what it is, it just happened, and you just keep going with it. You you, you unplanned. blend in with it. That's, That's what I think. Yeah. What happens when something unplanned, unplanned that is not scripted You just go happens. with it. You just go with it. Like, Cicely Tyson, she has this great uh, moment where something from the ceiling fell... <laughs> fell onto the stage did it yeah it just fell onto the stage and she just like laughed and chuckled and kept going right like that's just what it is you know you can't beat yourself up and just the worst thing i've ever done on stage like the worst kind of mess up i've ever ever did was basically forgetting the line and usually when you forget a line somebody's there to cover you they're like i see that you or what's also funny is that when you're on stage and you can see that because sometimes we go through things and you just see that someone's like in trouble or something's going on and you can see that look in their right, eyes right the fear yeah. look at yeah. fear like okay I'm a help. <laughs> and we just help each other oh out. this reminds me oh my gosh okay so we were doing Dividing the Estate and um there was an entrance that was supposed to happen but someone didn't make that entrance and so there was this long pause and I'm like backstage like okay should I just go on and say their lines? Maybe I should. So I'm like, okay. And then finally, oh, excuse me. Finally, um, the stage manager on the other side was like, okay, go, go. Yeah, go, do it, go. So, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out. But then somebody on the other side had told someone else to go, right, go on, go on, go on. So here we come both at the same time. Uh, and he jumps, he, he gets it before I do. And so I'm just like out there like, okay, all right. So I'm just going to pretend like I'm listening. I just came out to listen, that's all. I'm going to sneak on back behind this table right here. Okay, all right, yep. 
You guys are all right. So I'm just gonna go on back where I was. Like I was like, oh my gosh, that must have been the most awkward thing on the face of the planet for the audience. Why is she out there? Why is she just listening and not saying anything and then coming back? <laughs> but you know what? You, you played that out really well. I'm sure. I I I played silent and interested. So yes, to the cows came home. I was right. like in it, and then. And then people were like, oh, yeah, we didn't even pay attention. Like, right. Nobody, like... Yeah, for the most yeah. part, the audience never notices. Yeah. Uh, I remember I've had times when I've been like, oh, my God, that was just horrible. I'm so embarrassed. And, they, you know, as, as much as, like, an ego as you want to take into it, thinking that you're aware of when you're brilliant and when you're not. <laughs> you know, it, it's really on, on, the, audience, on yeah. the audience. You know, they right. feel it. And sometimes when we, we feel like... You know, like I've been in an audition where I've been like, that's the worst I've ever done. I got the job. Sometimes you go in an audition and you're like, I just I smashed it. it. Yes. The agent was like, really? You, you felt like you smashed <laughs> it? That's not where I... Right. So, so you never know. Yeah. You never know. Okay, so you guys are, are headed to, to Boston for the this new run of the trip to Bountiful. Um, what days will it be there? It will be there... Wait, probably... Why are you asking us hard questions? <laughs> Because there's people who want to know. <laughs> but these are hard questions. No, it's going to be there till December 7th. So it opens, okay. uh, like, next Thursday. I don't know exactly what that date is. The tw- wait. The 20th. I think nope, the 20th. The 20th. The 20th. 21st, actually, is the opening. Okay, the 21st In is Boston. the first day. 21st. Yeah. Until December 7th. December 7th. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Over at the Maj- Arts Emerson. Arts Emerson. Cutler Majestic Theater. Yeah, Cutler. What she said. <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> so if you're in Boston or anywhere in that area, New York area even, make sure you check that out. And yeah. is there um, anywhere that people could go online to check out more information about the show? You can go on... CTG still has stuff up, right? For... Uh, uh, let me psychically connect to CTG. Trip to Bountiful. Yeah. Um, it's on their website. It's on their just, website. Just Google um, okay. Trip, trip to Bountiful Boston mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, okay. mm-hmm. Well, good. Uh, well, I enjoyed talking to you guys today. Um, before we get out of here, just let me know, what are some projects that you have upcoming, Kiana? Right now, Boston, and then since the holidays are coming up, I will, look, I'm looking forward to spending some time at home. Oh, with yes. With my family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then what's, uh, what, what can we expect from the trip to Bountiful coming up after Boston? Oh, yes. We're not sure. Uh, there has been buzz. I was telling you earlier that, uh, uh, it might go to London. Ooh, However, yes. that's that is just hearsay right now. Like I said, until there are contracts in front of me, until there's like a sign on the web saying "Trip to Bountiful London," we we don't know. But honestly, it it can go. We it can have a life anywhere. Right. Next after this. Oh yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> and also, uh, Deshaun, what do you have upcoming? Uh, upcoming for me, uh, of course, trying not to get too out of shape during the holidays. <laughs> um, but other than that, right now, uh, doing my web stuff, uh, my sketch comedy group, Kids These Days, or on YouTube, you can check out our, our videos. We do them weekly. And okay. That's, that's fun. Okay, good stuff. And also, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kiana Nicole, K-E-I-A-N-A-N-I-K-O-L-E. That's my mom, the K and the K. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twitter is the best place to, to reach me. Uh, so Deshaun Kevin, that's my middle name. Deshaun Kevin, D E S E A N Kevin, K E V I N. 
Well, I thank you guys so much for joining me today and letting us all know about the trip to Bountiful. If you haven't seen it before, make sure you check that out and check out where it will be soon. If it's not in your city, go ahead and hit them up and beg them to come to your city because <laughs> they need to come. It's amazing. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. Until next time, y'all. Have a good one. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.